Today we have a beautiful pairing of the readings because what is prophesied in our first reading is exactly what is what happens in the gospel. We hear from the prophet Malachi, and these are the the very last verses of the Old Testament in the, the from Malachi. Um, the Lord is saying that I'm going to send the messenger to prepare the way before my servant who's coming, um, and I will send Elijah to you before before the Messiah comes. And we know from Jesus telling us himself that Elijah, who comes before him to prepare his way, is John the Baptist. And here we have in the Gospel John's birth to Elizabeth and to Zechariah. But one thing that intrigued me looking at this reading today is that there's, well, while there's, there's kind of no surprise, the readings show that, that God has, has told us that this moment is coming, has told us that this is what he's doing, that there's still a bit of an obstacle um, in, in the circumstances here because they don't know what to call him. And even when we know what God is doing in our midst, if we presume to know how he's going to do it or presume to know how it's going to happen, that can be an obstacle to God's actions because the John, well, the child is born and then it comes to him, his circumcision on the eighth day and they're trying to figure out what to call him. Now, one thing I'm kind of surprised, it says they were going to call him Zechariah after his father. I'm wondering who it is other than the parents who were deciding what the name of the child is. But um, the mother objects and then the father objects. So I don't know who this they is and what kind of custom this is and who, why they get to name the child. But they're going to call him Zechariah. And they think the name of John is just kind of strange and totally out of the blue. There's no one in the family who has that name. But... That's what the message that has come to Zechariah has said, that he must be called John. That's what Elizabeth affirms, and that's what Zechariah affirms again. But what it shows is that I think that they've got an expectation of what's going to happen in this moment, of, of what's going to happen to this child, of, of what he's going to be called. But what God's doing here is something new that goes beyond the usual way that things happen or the way that they expect things are going to happen. And it's always the way that God works with us, even though he's, he's foretold, kind of, I'm, I'm going to bless you in this way. It's always going to exceed our expectations. It's always going to be beyond the categories of, of how we think God might work. And if we're stuck in those expectations, if we're stuck in the categories that we think God's going to come in and work in this particular way, then we're not open to the gift of what God really wants to do with us. And that's the same with the birth of Jesus that we're celebrating in two days, that, yes, it's been told all throughout the Old Testament, the coming of the Messiah, and there's so many other prophecies about what Jesus does and how, it, how he achieves our salvation, but just from those prophecies alone, people could not have predicted what Jesus did when he came. Even though God had been kind of telling and preparing the way through those signs, the, the prophecies and the foretellings, that there was necessarily an openness to something new that God was doing in Jesus. So this is, this is how we ought to be to God's action in our lives all the time. Even though we've, we've seen him act before, we know God's nature and we, we think that he might act in this way, there's always a newness 
to how God wants to be with us, to how he wants to reveal himself to us. And, and our, our, the limitations of our expectations and our categories can block us off from receiving what God wants to do. And especially as we come to Christmas to celebrate the gift of Jesus being born as a man for us, we've celebrated this many, many times before. We know how it goes. We know the story. But we can come to it with that familiarity, that expectation that I, I know what's going on. But let's, um, over the next two days and as we enter into the mystery of Christmas, come to it with, with uh, fresh eyes, with an openness to not just experience what we, what we expect God is doing here, what we already know God is doing here, but let's come with an openness for God to surprise us, for God to bring us a new revelation of who Jesus is for us, a new revelation of what it means that God is born into our world as our saviour, as a, as a baby. Let's be open to the new thing that God wants to do in our lives and in our church this Christmas.